And he says, and surely I am with you always, right to the very end. Jesus never said that it would be easy task. Jesus never said to us that it was going to be easy. He never says that I'm going to take away all your trials now because you're my disciples. He never said that you wouldn't suffer. He never said that everything was going to be better here. He never said it one bit. Matter of fact, he said in John chapter 15, verses 18 through 22. He said, if the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. He said, if you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. Think about that. That Jesus chose you out of this world. You are out of this world. <laughs> he chose you. He handpicked you. Out of all creation. Out of billions of people. God chose you. To be his disciple. That means to spread the gospel. To be ready in season and out of season with the word. Amen. He says to them. Remember the words I spoke to you. No servant is greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they are going to persecute you. If they obey my teaching, they will obey yours also. He said they will treat you this way because of my name. For they do not know the one who sent me. It wasn't too long ago that they were prohibiting us saying in Jesus' name in public prayers. They were saying, don't pray in the name of Jesus. Remember that? It wasn't too long ago. But they were saying that we could not pray in the name of Jesus. I'm going to tell you right now that that is the spirit of the Antichrist. When they say to you in public, oh, you can pray, but don't pray in that name. Think about it. 
He said they'll persecute. That's a form of persecution right there. Not being able to pray in the name of Jesus. Because you know why? They're afraid of that name of Jesus because it has power. It is the only name that demons will submit to. It is the only name that heals. It is the only name that sets people free and sets the captives free. It is the only name that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. It is the only name. And that is why they don't want us to pray in that name. Because there's power in that name. No, Jesus said we would be hated and persecuted because of it. As disciples of Christ, Jesus said we would be personally connected to God in spirit. Didn't he? As disciples in Christ, he said we would be personally connected to God in spirit. But Jesus warned them all, all the disciples, about the conflicts that were coming. And the conflicts that they would encounter. If Jesus experienced conflicts and trials, shouldn't we expect to experience them also? If Jesus suffered, shouldn't we suffer also? But the one thing we have is that we have a hope in an eternal God. We have a hope in that name of Jesus. We have a promise that says at the end of that great commission that he will be with us forever, right to the very end. We have a Holy Spirit that dwells within us. We have a comforter, an advocator on our behalf. We have the Holy Spirit that strengthens us, that gives us wisdom to live appropriately and accordingly in this world. Through our through the midst of our trials, through the midst of our conflicts. We have the promise of Jesus telling us that he'll be with us. And he'll never fail us or forsake us. Right to the very end of the age. Right to the very last breath that we take. And then after that, we have the promise if we're his disciples, that we will be with him for eternity. John chapter 14, verses 15 to 21. He says, if you love me, you will obey what I command. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. I don't know, but forever is for forever. 
Can you put an end to forever? You can't. How long is forever? Who determines forever? Who sees the end of forever? There is no end. Only God knows the end. Says the spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him. For he lives with you and will be in you. And we know that to be true in 1 John 4, 4. Is greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. Amen. That means Jesus is in you. Right there in that little chamber of your heart. Talking to you and speaking to you. He lives in you. And he promises to be with you as long as you are his disciple. He said, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore. But you will see me. Because I live. You also will live. On that day. On that day. You will realize that I am in my Father. And you are in me. And I am in you. Whoever has my commands and obeys them, he is the one who loves me. He who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love him, and I will show myself to him. Amen? Jesus tells us here that whatever might happen in the world, we will never be on our own. Whatever happens in the world, we will never be on our own. He continues to shepherd us and to protect us throughout our whole lives, through the Holy Spirit. And on that day that we take our last breath, he says, on that day, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me. He says, but you will see me. Because I live in you and you also will live in me. On that day you will realize that I am. I like that, right? I wish there was a period there. On that day you will realize that I am in my Father. And you are in me. And I am in you. This last week. We lost a dearly loved brother who we will see again in heaven. 
he will be dearly missed here. From all of us. And we've all lost loved ones. Every one of us here have lost loved ones, dear, dearly loved. That are no longer with us. But I can't help but think of the joy that's in their eyes when they see Jesus face to face. I can't help but think of when I read the scriptures and I hear what I just read. When Jesus says, on that day, he's talking about the last day that they're alive. He's talking about the last day they take their last breath. On that day. On that day. You will realize that I am in my Father and you are in me and I am in you on that day. We too who believe will live. On that day we will spend eternity with him in the heavenly kingdom. In the place that he has prepared for us. On that day, Jesus said, he promised that he would be with us right to the very end. I can't help but think of on that day, Jesus himself comes down and he picks you up by his hand. When you take your last breath and he takes your spirit with him. Back to heaven. On that day, Jesus said, He promised. He promised us that He would be with us. That is why we must spread the gospel to all nations, to all people. Because if on that day, we want them all to be saved and in heaven. Amen? Amen. Forever and eternity with Jesus. That is why as Christ's disciples that we need to be bold and have confidence. That is why we live with boldness and confidence. And a humble conviction. Because we know that Jesus is with us. And like the Apostle Paul said. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. You know when Jesus arrived to this earth. He began the greatest revolution this world has ever seen. When Jesus arrived as a baby, lying in a manger, he became the greatest, the world has seen the greatest revolution that it will ever see. Jesus changed everything for everybody, for all eternity. He turned the world upside down. 
And on the day that he went to the cross and he died for our sins, and all of hell was rejoicing, and Satan was laughing because he thought he won. He didn't know God's plan, but he rose victoriously. And the earth shook. And he said, we too will rise with him on that day. We too will reign with him on that day. Because he chose you and he chose me to be with him in eternity. On that day, we'll see Jesus face to face. And I can't help but think of all of our loved ones up there in heaven that have gone before us. And they're there with Jesus when you come, come home. And they see your face and your expression too as you see, their, as you see your Savior for the first time. How that's going to be for them to be rejoicing over you that you're there with them. I don't know what it'll exactly be like. I can only imagine in my carnal mind. I can only think of what it will be like. But I can just picture all of our loved ones up there with Jesus. And on our last breath, on that day, when we take our last breath, and we get pulled up by Jesus, and we see Him face to face, that all of them are just going to be there, just smiling. Just like, praise God, I can't wait to show you around. This place is unbelievable. What God has done for us is incredible. Can't, you can't even, nothing on earth can compare to the glory that's here. To the glory of the Lord that's shown all around. We just get a little glimpse of the glory when we get into God's presence, when we get to worship Him. And we can feel it. We just touch a little glimpse of it. Can you imagine living in God's glory for eternity? What it's going to be like? I can't imagine. That is why we need to be bold and have confidence. Not just because, not just to go out and spread the gospel to all nations, but because Jesus has given us eternal life with him. We shouldn't be afraid of anything. We shouldn't be afraid. The Bible says, fear no man, but fear God. God holds eternity in his hand. God holds your life in his hand. And his will is not for one to be lost, but for all, for all to come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. To all come into repentance. To all turn to him, not to lose one. Jesus' arrival began the greatest revolution the world has ever known. The greatest transformation of human hearts the world has ever seen. 
Only Jesus can transform a heart. Only Jesus can save. Only Jesus is the truth. Only Jesus is the light. Only Jesus is the life. Jesus says he is the way, the truth, and the life. No man goes to heaven except through him. All I can do is lead you to Jesus. It's your choice after that. Whether you want to choose him or choose the world. It's either life or death, basically. You're either choosing life or death. You know, it's more than a privilege to share the gospel. Think about it. It's more than a privilege to be able to share the gospel. That God has entrusted you with this word of his. That he's given you this word. And he tells us to go tell the world about his word. About his love. About his son. About everything Jesus has done. About the blood of Christ. About how he sacrificed himself for for you and for me. And for all the world. About how Jesus is the way to heaven. It's more than a privilege. It's an honor. It's an honor that God chose us to do that. And it's a serious job, not to be taken lightly. We get to participate. Each one of us here is enlisted in God's army to participate in the coming of his kingdom. His kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. His kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. To every corner of the world. It's an honor. And it's a work that we don't do alone. You know, it's a work that I can't do in my own strength. And trust me, I try. But it's a work that we don't do alone. We are never alone, Jesus says. He said that he'll be with us wherever we go, right to the very end. We're not working alone. We're working with Jesus. And he's working through us, through the transformation of our own hearts. And he's giving us the strength and the boldness and the courage to spread the gospel to all nations. And he's given us all authority to do it. That's what he told his disciples. All authority in heaven has been given to me on earth. And I give it to you. Go into all the nations. Don't be afraid. It's the devil that tries to hold us back. It's the devil that tries to bring us into fear. 
into, into conflict, into disruption. Amen? Amen? God is with us always. Right to the very end. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Church, I want us all to see Jesus. Every one of us here, all my whole family. To see Jesus face to face. I want to see that joy in our eyes. I want to, I just, and I know Jesus wants to see that too for all of us. Jesus wants to see all of us with him for eternity. Amen. Let's stand for the closing. Number six, 24 through 26. I want us to keep us in prayer, to keep in prayer um, Debbie's daughter, Teresa, who had surgery, heart surgery, right, Debbie? Yep, so we want to keep Teresa in prayer this week through your prayers. We want to lift up to you the um, Darpino family, all of them. We want to lift them up in prayer. A lot of us won't be here next weekend because of the uh, funeral services on Saturday. But uh, just just keep them up. Keep the family lifted up in prayer. Anybody else on? Can you think of? Little Addie, we've been praying for a little girl named Addie. She's been fighting uh, cancer. She's a little girl too, so we want to lift her up in prayer also. So in your prayer time, pray for those folks. Amen? Father, I thank you, Lord, and praise you for this day. I pray, Lord God, that your word, Lord God, anything that's of you, Lord God, would speak to us. Anything that's not of you, Lord God, would fall away. And I ask you, Lord God, that you would bless us today, that you would keep keep us, Lord, that you would make your face shine upon us and be gracious to us, that, Lord, you would turn your face toward us and that you would give us peace on all sides. And I just pray for your blessings on this day, and I pray that you would be with your people. And I just thank you for each person here in Jesus' name. We pray, amen.